Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Sing it, baby. Any idea why I'm playing this? Oh uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> He's I, all over it, folks. It's funny. My first reaction was, "Is Shirley dead?" No, because I know Laverne is. So I yes, thought maybe, Laverne's already I thought maybe dead. Shirley died. But then I'm like, "Wait a second, the Brewers are playing." The Brewers are playing tonight in the National League Wild Card <laughs> game. 162 wasn't enough to October keep us out. October baseball. Nothing better. Hey, 26 tonight. years. I didn't get a 500 season, bro. Oh, 26 man. years from the time that those 82 Brewers, Harvey's Wallbangers. You know the story of Harvey Coon? No. First of all, that's a rough name. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. He was the Brewers manager no in, comment. 80, in 82, but he took over the team. He didn't start the Brewers manager, and the team kind of rallied around them and became yes. Harvey's Wallbangers. I, I did know the name Harvey's Wallbangers. I wasn't exactly sure. And there is a similarity that to that 82 team and, and this team in that one of their best, most notable players also got injured before the postseason. We didn't have him. Uh, he was the guy that I thought was the most clown-looking clown that we had on the clown team. And his name? Raleigh Fingers. Oh, okay. So Raleigh Fingers was a he brewer. He was a relief pitcher yes. at that time, right? Yeah, but he's one of the most dominant Was he ever a starter? I believe he started his career as a starter. Okay. I think it was a lot like Dennis Eckersley. Dennis Eckersley. That's why I get those guys confused. Yeah, yeah, The stash. Versus the, the, the whatever. Yeah, man, you are in. So, and uh, you didn't hear a word from me down the stretch. No, no, you know. I mean, the Mets put up a good fight in the they, second they, half. But they did. Well, Pete Alonso, did you uh, did you happen to see who said he's willing to reboot his show, uh, specifically to uh, have a working relationship with one Pete Alonso? Mike. Mike. Francesa. Awful. That's my Francesa. It's just mumbling and and. Uh, the best Francesa of the month has been his adamant about how the Patriots will not be interested in Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown and then just going on the air the next day and talking about Antonio what a Brown. smart decision it was to acquire Antonio Brown. And then like a day no later, the sex no, scandal been, begins. He's basically been railing on uh, how incompetent the Giants are, how bad the Daniel Jones pick was. Oh, right, They right. keep winning. Danny and he's Dimes just like, is now the, he's like, a New York hero. Into how could you have had Eli that long? Just stinking it up for you. <laughs> and then you turn it over to this hey, kid, and it was like... kid from Duke who's basically played nobody ever. And he's just lighting it up. It. Well, he's not really playing I mean, anybody. the skins make you look good no matter what, but they beat the Bucks in Tampa, right? And then the Bucks just house the but, Rams. But the answer to your question is no. It is Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld said he'd consider rebooting Seinfeld just so he can redo the Boyfriend episode with Pete Alonzo instead of Keith Hernandez. 
Yeah, so there you go. Maybe he'll do a maybe he'll do a, a reboot. There's, there's of some something sort. there. There's yeah. something there. I'm sure if Jerry calls, you answer the phone, right? Yeah, this pretty is much. One of those guys, if he wants to do something, he gets it done. Yeah, pretty much. He's yeah. got enough credibility. Well, he he's also do probably like literally he's one never of the sold richest himself. person in the world because that deal he just got for uh, Netflix bringing back he Seinfeld. four hundred million for that. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, an absurd amount. But to be done with that series for over twenty years at this point, and now be raking in a new. Well, because he did that comedian with he did that comedian with cars. That show and he he has it paid for. He gives his buddy a writing credit and lets that was part of the four hundred million. Oh, yeah, that was thrown into that. So, so he, he sold that. He sold the show. Uh, well, that's why I have so much respect for him is 20 years after that show, he's never put out a bad product around the show. The only re- reboot they did was during uh, the Curb season, yeah. and it was and, great. And, uh, Everything qu- was hilarious. It was hilarious. And a quick uh, Gosh, remember, uh, Cosmo in that, staring in at the that, restaurant, that staring restaurant. at the painting is one of the greatest so scenes I've ever seen in my life. So that's good. where the whole Danny Duberstein thing happened. Yes. During that. Yes. Yeah, that was All one of classic, the genius. Great. It was Better one of the greatest Seinfeld moments. Did. No, Honestly, it was one of the great mem- moments of Curb so history, and the fact that it was the Seinfeld reunion through the Curb thing, like George developing I the app. Danny Duberstein, the fuck out of him. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines of all time. Like, if I ever get to hang out with JB Smoove, that, you're right. That was the the pinnacle of JB Smoove's career. Was that scene? Just a funny right? scene, and everything tasted like peaches. peaches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So good. Yeah. That was my first bar mitzvah, man. I ha- I've had multiple bar mitzvahs. Well, that's what I look at Curb. I, like I look at Seinfeld, it's like that was a launching point for Curb. Really. Sure. Well, because Curb that was, was able to do it Seinfeld at the level taken that to a, yeah. uh, a a cable, darker, crazier, a, a ca- yeah, yeah a cable. cable place, and and a little bit more in the mind of Larry David, where you know what I mean. Like he fe- he knew there were lines he couldn't cross on Seinfeld. He tried, but you know, peeing on the Virgin Mary for example, was not happening on network television on oh, Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Not, Whereas not, on HBO, not in the 90s. Yeah. you know, they can they can make it roll there. And so. I know if you uh, ask your buddy, John Hine, about jumping the shark, Seinfeld, if it ever jumped the shark, they say it's when um, when he left. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? My uh, favorite person in show business. Your favorite George Steimer? No, the guy who wrote for Seinfeld that did Curb. Oh, Larry drawing, David. Larry David, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When he left Seinfeld. For the last three couple seasons. Yeah, they say that that's possibly the, the jumping off the shark point. For yeah, that show, but, but he came back I to write the finale. I wasn't I as big know. enough of a fan to know exactly. I don't know. I thought it was consistently good throughout the show. It's just, it wasn't, it's, you know what it is? It's like, uh, it's how we feel about fish. You know what I'm saying? There's great moments. But right, like there's nothing like 97. Yeah, right, there was, the, those, there. those peak pinnacle years where the right. thing was in its prime, it's just right. you can't recapture that. And you also can't sustain it. It's impossible. Somehow, though, with Curb, he's managed to... Yeah, I be brilliant. I feel like every uh, season I think that comes Blacks out is even was the funniest thing better. with the Hurricane Katrina storyline and having an... You, Larry. That's just the best. When she bucks that out for the first time because you've been hearing, Fuck you, Larry, forever. Right. And then she's like, you know, fuck you, Larry. And it's just a whole other... Whole other accent taken to the F.U. Larry. I love it. Um, all right, let's start off episode 129 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, since we just gave you a 15-minute overview on nothing and no relevant trivia, with a question, Nick, and I'm going to ask you this one. Um, popular YouTuber Pedro Rodriguez Filo was once a what? Was he a gang leader, a serial killer, a Disney animator, or an environmental soldier? And what does he do now? He is a popular YouTuber. He has a very popular YouTube channel. What's his name again? His name is Pedro Rodriguez Filo. 
I, I, I'm going to say he was not a serial killer. So he's a serial killer. He's a serial killer. How does he get his own show? So listen to this. Or his own YouTube. I'm so glad you. Why is he not in prison for the rest of his life? Thirty years he spent in prison. He killed over a hundred people in Brazil, but their laws do not punish forever. And he was deemed rehabilitated after thirty years in a Brazilian prison. He is now released, and he has his own YouTube channel. And and what does this channel revolve around? I don't know. You think I'm gonna go? Like how to get in. away with killing a hundred people? Or is it, it unrelated? It is it like OJ is a fantasy football expert now? Yeah, I think it's so like just... his rehab story. I don't. I think it's, oh, I, it's I don't his rehab story. Yeah, I don't think it's anything to do with uh, with <sighs> continually killing people. That would seem like it would violate YouTube's terms of service. <laughs> <laughs> just a thought. Yeah, it is a Google company, right? Or I Alphabet, mean, whatever it's called. Uh, now. Yeah, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like. It's like, yeah, every subscriber to yeah, his YouTube you know, channel just, is a Even though is Brazilian law allows you to rehabilitate, your, rehabilitate yourself after 30 years, I think if it's an American company, we should kind of just refrain from using I just, a guy who I found this people. so unbelievably fascinating on so many different levels because you think to yourself, like, the one thing that, is that possible? Google, and I'm going to call it Google even though they changed their name to Alphabet, one thing that is for sure is they don't give uh, shit about anything as long as they are getting paid money. Yeah, I mean they are just. Oh, we'll block people here. We'll do this. We'll do that. Uh, yeah, we'll break this law in Europe. We'll do this in China. We'll do this, this, whatever it this is. This is kind of one of those things just, where somebody's like, "Oh, you're gonna block uh, somebody with a conservative or a liberal standpoint, but you got a, a YouTube <laughs> channel for a serial killer who who knocked off a hundred people. Oh, he's in got Brazil. twenty million views." Right. I mean, yeah, it was <laughs> you know, 1972. <laughs> I know people go with the "it was a different time" excuse. Yeah, not for that though. Not, not for that. Anyhow, I figure that's going to well, be. Well, you're going to get people with that one. Oh, I, you think? I think. What do you think people will put? The Disney animator. Well, you know what's funny or is I was going to go with the soldier. I was going to go with the drug dealer, but I didn't want to seem racist because his name was like Pedro. I didn't even put drug. Dealer. Oh, wait, what I was the gang leader? Gang leader. Okay. Well, yeah. well, you say gang leader. I'm Should thinking, I do salsa dancer? Isn't aren't of gang, gang leaders funded by drugs at this at this point? Really, I'll put I, salsa dancer. I don't think people are playing the numbers anymore. I, I don't know how gangs make money, but I assume it's drugs. Yeah. Well, I don't. I assume it's it's something combination. This guy wasn't in the gang though. He just killed people. All right, so let's go to the opposite of that. What company has announced the voice of Samuel L. Jackson will be used in its virtual assistant? Oh, my God. Please be Amazon. Amazon. Yes. I get Samuel L. Jackson's voice from now on instead of Alexa. (laughs) You're getting Samuel L. Jackson's voice from now on. Yo, get the fuck up, motherfucker. There's got to be a setting, right? Please. For kids, no kids. Oh, that's going to be the best. Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, my, I want that. My I want Alexa's that. in my kitchen. Yeah, I want that. So I, I can't. I want to interact with Samuel it's L. Jackson. It's the one that says bad. Samuel L. Jackson, what's the weather today? Yo, man. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm going for it. I, I wonder if he's gonna have like. I want him to have the whole range of his acting. You know what I'm saying? So you can have like like Quentin snakes Tarantino. on a plane. Yeah, I want yeah, snakes. Yeah. I also want like deep actor Samuel yeah, L. Jackson. I definitely want the character like, from uh, Jackie Brown. You definitely got to yeah. have Jules yeah. from Pulp Fiction. Clearly. And then the snakes on a plane, right. Samuel L. Jackson. Those are not uh, that Mace guy when he was in uh, Star Wars. Black Snake Moan. Yeah. No, no, no. Mace Waldo. Not yeah, looking yeah, for yeah. it. Not looking for that. Not no, looking for that. No, at all. no. I also want Lawrence Fishburne just occasionally coming in. Every time you mistake Lawrence Fishburne for Billy Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, yeah. So every time I'm you're not like, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, right. Every time you're like, hey, do a Matrix thing, Alexa. Be like, it's Lawrence Fishburne. I am not Samuel L. Jackson. 
We are different people. That's they were interviewing. Uh, oh, she's just talking. Yeah, she's talking about us. Name. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what happens. All right, uh, we're, we're not interested in your opinion. Uh, but yes, they were interviewing Lawrence Fishburne, and they asked him uh, what he thought <laughs> about the new Super Bowl ad he was doing. And that and, was uh, that was Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Yeah. So they got confused once, and he's in our like looks like. It wasn't Billy D. Williams, huh? Why did no, I have that? I don't that even think confused. the two of them look alike. Are you sure it wasn't Billy D. Williams? Yes. Okay. Billy D. Williams looks a lot more like Lawrence Fishburne. That's than what Samuel I thought. I thought they does. were interviewing Lawrence Fishburne and asked him about the Super Bowl, and he said, "I'm not Billy D. Williams," but. Uh, that's just me not remembering it right. Yeah, it's, it's certainly possible. All right, uh, what do you got for me? Or did you just... Uh, I did ask you that. Yeah, yeah, you got me. I got more like. if you want more. All right, I have a true or false or a multiple choice. Which one do you want? Multiple choice. 12%, 27%, or 44%. What percentage of overall music industry income goes to performers? 12. 12. That's sad. A lot of mouths to feed in that industry. A lot of management. A lot God. of... 88% management, 12% art. Congratulations. You think it's better or worse than the college, like when you pay your college like uh, tuition? No, yeah, well, no, it's what about goes the to the education of a student? the research that the university yeah, does I want to say I once saw it was about 17% of what you spend crazy. on college goes to actually yeah, it's a, it's educating a total scam. the student. It's and a total scam. The rest of it goes to. Total scam. All right, I got a bonus question for you here. Please. Who are currently the top three fundraisers uh, running for the Democratic uh, ticket for president. The top three fundraisers. Okay, so Two for 10, all three for 20. I'll get it. Warren, Biden, and Bernie. You got 10 points, my friend. I missed one. I was shocked. Who's outbid them? It's not Tulsi Gabbard. It's not, but uh, Biden is not in the top three. Good for him. I just put this guy out of his misery. What is he doing up there? He's not even. He's, he's getting he's out. reminiscent about corn pop. I mean, he's he's corn pop, Nick. He's Obama's buddy, and he can't raise more money than Mayor Pete. Oh, Mayor Pete's got yeah. him. Yeah, I think Mayor Pete's got a shot here. Mayor Pete's awesome. Yeah, he speaks like twelve languages. I feel like he's the only guy with a shot. To he, he's running, trying to run for the wrong country. He'd be awesome as the president of France. The the fact this that is, uh, this is not going to work for Mayor Pete. No offense. No, I mean, and the fact that Trump already got him the Alfred E. Newman uh, moniker is it's kind of it's going to be tough he to t- overcome kinda, that. Kinda, it does kind of look like it's going to be t- it's going to be tough to overcome that. Well, but it's, oh, look, I mean, I, I, I I'm very impressed by that guy on a lot of different levels. He's honest. He's you know he's obviously got a very compelling story. Uh, he speaks in uh, four languages. Like, I mean, if he could be the me. mayor of South Bend, Indiana, I mean, you think he can get over the fact that he's yeah, gay in this country and get voted for? I don't care. I mean, I didn't even mention it. Do you it's, think that's even an issue? Uh, it's, in a lot of this country, it is. But he was sure. able in South Bend, Indiana. That's impressive. Right. So, so, I mean, you know, I think he's got the right temperament in that, in that he's trying to not make that the focus of his campaign, and his campaign is about his ideas, oh, and yeah, not that, about what he does. I think that'll go a long way for most people, yeah. Well, I, that's what I, that's all I care about. I, I just want people to be judged on the merits of the ideas they present and nothing else. It's not too much to ask for. And somehow, that becomes you're racist. <laughs> Say it again? I just that want people to be judged on the ideas that they present and nothing else. No that's, other components. Somehow people have said, that's racist. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was the most level-headed thing I ever heard. But who knows? Um, all right, let me ask you the true or false one just because I have to. True or false, Nick? Joe Pilates invented Pilates. Joe Pilates? Joe Pilates invented Pilates, Nick. True. true or false? True. 
<laughs> Joseph Pilates is the inventor of Pilates. And uh, he was a German prisoner of war in World War One, And he was chained. So he learned how to do these exercise regimens based Are on this chaining. Yeah, I swear that to God. That is nuts. It is. What a story. Yep. Joe Pilates. That's, a sh- that's actually a much better story than like a true or false question. Like I just I think I'm going to get sh- people on true or false Joe Pilates. And <laughs> I know, it sounds ridiculous. It does sound ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous. But like I wonder if he could even ask about being chained. Like what? What exercise guru created his technique for being chained, being a world war, being a prisoner of war? Because like when you see that Pilates, prisoner of war, you know something. It's it's it's, that's really fascinating. But yeah, you're right. I mean, the Joe Pilates thing. (laughs) (laughs) What? But here's the thing: if you are into Pilates, you know the answer to that right away. I've asked a couple people, and the ones that do Pilates know that right away. They all know Joseph Pilates invented Pilates. I know a couple people that have done Pilates. I'm going to ask, ask them. them. See if, see if yeah, they know it's a good it. test. It's a good test. I, I, I love it as a true or false question because I wrote that. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, I know how. So, like, did Norman Peloton invent the Peloton? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, Frank Peloton invented <laughs> Peloton. See what I mean? It sounds even dumber when you It does when you do it like that. All right. Uh, what do you got for me? Uh, you want to move on to sports? We, we okay. Can do we that. can move yeah, on yeah. if you want. Yeah. Plenty in that room. All right, where are we going in sports? All right, let's see if you know this one. What NFL coach is 15-1 at home in September? What NFL coach is 15-1 and one at home in September? All time? All time. Oh, you know what? Let's see. All right, you got me on a little bit. With his, with his current job. Okay. Uh, okay. In his current job. In his current role. In, in his current job, what NFL head coach is 15 and 1 at home? So there can only be a handful of potential answers. The obvious one everyone will put is Belichick because you have a question like that. Everybody's right. going to put Belichick. But I happen to know he has struggled that's in his September. Worst it's he's, his worst month. He's only 60%. Now, the only <laughs> other guy that's had <laughs> that job long enough that's actually had any level of success that I could think of is Sean Payton. It's a great guess. Because he's also dominant at home. Sure. But he's also bad in September. Oh. If you remember, like, Pete last... Pete Carroll? Pete Carroll. Yeah. Okay. Those were the three he options I had. He lost last week for the first time oh, okay. in September. He was 15-0 and 0 He was 15-0 and 0 yeah. until... Uh, See, I didn't know that. They lost to the Saints, actually. So I only had those two guesses left. It was down to those three. Uh, but I figured the Saints beat the Cowboys at home. And, you know, uh, right. with Teddy. So I figured maybe that's why you were asking it. Yeah. No, it's... it's very good guess, but yeah, Sean Payton has Wah, also gotten Wah. off to an zero and two start like a couple times. A couple times. Yeah, I don't pay enough attention to them as as I should. Um, all right, I love when um, entertainment and sports oversect. Those are my favorites. Uh, Nick, who severely bruised Sylvester Stallone's heart during the filming of Rocky Four? Radio silence. Dolph Lundgren? Yes. Okay. Friend of the show. See, I wasn't sure if you were asking a question like, was it Bridget Nielsen? Because right. did didn't they get married after that? Yeah, they did. Right? Actually, so, I wasn't sure if you were right. asking like a, some roundabout sexual thing. Yeah, that was happened. it like was he really was injured? his heart really bruised? No. Or, uh, or was Sylvester it that, uh, Stallone is not a smart guy, which I think we all know. But he was a show well, off. I mean, he wrote Rocky. I know, but I mean, I'm I just saying I he's got. Say he's got some. He's got some knocks Rambo in the head. Too, or no? Uh, okay, I take that all back. He 
tries to portray himself in film as often not a smart guy. Okay. Okay? Is that a better Ag- way to agreed. put it? Agreed. He, he plays... He plays meat yeah. heady type guys. I'm not What's looking... wrong with my house? Right. That's my, house stink. <laughs> my house stink. My house stink. That's the greatest. I also like uh, in Copland. Like, he played basically like a borderline... You know, I don't even remember Copland. You don't remember Copland? I, Copland's I a good movie. I'm not even sure if I saw it. Oh, Copland's a good movie. He basically played like... That 90s? Yeah, he played the town sheriff of oh, okay. a small New Jersey town on the uh, other side of the river. Now. I think I remember it now. Where all the NYPD cops lived, and they basically were all corrupt as hell, and this was the cop who was supposed to investigate him, but they gave him the job because he was like in... Like, you know, he was like autistic. He's like a kid from the neighborhood. Yep. So I was like, wow, how do you see that script and be like, yeah, you know who should do this? Stallone. Hey, Sylvester, we got another role for you. Idiot. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. Anyway, so that's... a story about where Schwarzenegger pretended to go after the role? Yes, it was... uh, Pro Mama from a Train or... or The other one. No, it wasn't... uh, No, it was Stallone's Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. (laughs) <laughs> That's the best story. Did I tell you about Cause, that? Cause, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, for playing a guy who's, uh, you know, a, a weightlifter hey. or whatever, uh, hey. Schwarzenegger is a genius. Oh, he's so smart. <laughs> that was a great story. For those who don't know what we're talking about. a guy that looks like that. To, to recap that story, again, we mentioned it in a different podcast, but Schwarzenegger floated uh, through the Hollywood chain that he was interested in this film, Stopper My Mom Will Shoot, specifically because he knew Stallone was trying to get anything he was interested in at the time and lobby hard for it. And Schwarzenegger thought this was such a bad movie that it, it would, would destroy like his absolutely career. And, and it might it might have. Like, well I, don't, might. I don't know when Copland came out, but it definitely didn't help his career. It was <laughs> one of the sure. worst films you could ever see. It was like it was so unwatchable on so many levels that it's like not even for nostalgic, laughable sake. It's like not funny. It's sad. It's just sad. Yeah. Um all right, what was the original point of the the whole story? Oh, Dolph Lundgren punched right. him in the heart. So so Stallone on the set of Rocky Four told Lundgren I want to really box you. I want to get this scene right. Really punch me this time. He sent him to the hospital for two and a half weeks, and he almost killed him because he punched him so hard that he bruised his heart internally. Filming had to be stopped. So we almost lost well, Sylvester I mean, because of Dolph. I mean, the way that they filmed that movie, you would have thought that Drago was just unbeat. I mean, going to beat this guy to a bloody <laughs> yeah. pulp. Well, at one and, point and he killed, in time, he killed he, Apollo Creed. He literally almost killed. Can you imagine I if mean, Dolph I assume Lundgren, those guys were all on steroids? I just back want then, you to think about this. Like, Can you imagine if Dolph Lundgren had actually killed Rocky Balboa <laughs> filming that movie? Wow. The uproar. Yeah. And the fact that he's not even Russian. <laughs> he's. <laughs> Yeah, we figured out, what is he, Scandinavian or yeah, something? Swedish, I think. Yeah. So. All right, my turn? Your turn. Kay. Sports. Who managed the Cubs to their first championship in 108 years? Who was the manager of the Cubs mm-hmm. when they won their first championship? Joe Madden. Joe Madden. Yeah. See, they fired him? He retired, didn't he? No. Now he was pushed his, out. Let's see. His contract R- was, was over, and supposedly Theo... He's go- supposedly he's going to the Angels. Right. Yeah, whack. But don't you think if you win the championship in 2016 and the team hasn't won in 108 years, yeah. it's only... They were down the... 2019? They were and down, already- down the stretch. They were uh, They were not uh, good. <laughs> they had a terrible September. They got lapped out of the playoffs, and they have the highest payroll in baseball. Don't you think that the, a manager in baseball is like the least 
person that has anything to do with the uh, like if football's no, I, the I, most. I think I think Epstein's sitting there with a a bloated payroll and he has to cover his own butt. Huh? So but if you if you stay put with the same thing that just failed completely, how's and Madden is clearly a player's manager and the guys clearly are all paid and they aren't playing for anything. There was a fire under the Cubs' butt for like all those fi- years. I mean, McCarthy with the Packers had had a eight year run before you started questioning him because once you win a championship, you feel like it buys you some time. A city that hasn't had a championship in 108 years, you think they'd embrace the manager more than two seasons? Oh, now Cub fans are all high and mighty. They're, they're, oh yeah, they they're deserve. The big, yeah, they're the Yankees now. There all of a sudden, so yeah, and even the Yankees pretty much stick with the same guy for a long time now. I mean, they've had triple. Well, two back-to-back long-term managers. That you know, with managers, I feel like that's when you have the, a where's, wrong where's fit. Where's he coaching make now? Make right away. See back. Where's he surpri- Would it surprise you if he ended up as the Cubs manager? It wouldn't because he was the Cubs catcher. Hmm. Joe Girardi. He was reasonably successful for the Yankees. Definitely. Well, won he got that one championship. Yeah. Two thousand nine. Nine. Two thousand nine. Was it 2009? Yeah, 2009. Nine. It's been 10 years? Nine. Uh, right. They're saying Phillies. Oh, Gabe Kapler's getting the heave-ho. Huh. That, that's spec. I mean, that's, you know. It could, who, you know, who knows? He was a brewer. I like Gabe Kapler. Yeah, this is all just spec. They're talking about maybe the Mets firing Mickey Calloway and trying yeah. to replace. Yeah, who, who, if a frog had wings, it wouldn't bump its ass when it hopped. So anyhow, uh, what else? You want me to throw one uh, sports back, or you got another yeah, go one ahead. for me? I got more. Good, I got two more. Uh, did you? All right. The um of the four, sorry, name the two tight ends that are in top four all time in NFL history for receptions, career receptions. So the top four all time in career receptions, two of them are tight ends. Okay, Tony shocking? Gonzalez. Okay. If that's, Got him. If that's not the answer, then so he's number three all wrong. time. Did you see he, somebody just passed him? Was it a tight end? No. Okay, I was gonna say the, no, the tight end. The other tight end is shocking. If it had passed, uh, no, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald just passed. Yeah, Tony Gonzalez. He's, Larry Fitz is number two all time. <sighs> Obviously, Rice. Won. Rice is one, but like you got to play another eleven years. Larry Fitzgerald needs to start his career over again. Yeah, now I to get I'm the not rice. even kidding. I think he might have to play at his catch rate. I saw it. Last, it was ridiculous. It might be five more seasons. Five more full seasons yeah, at something. the same rate. And that he's, he's doing right now. Right, right and right. he's already like 37. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, Jerry Rice, Rice is a freak. might be like Gretzky, and we just might not right, ever see those guys get caught. That's fine. Um, uh, but, 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 so what player has been around forever in a day? That uh, oh, so this is the, I'm looking for the other tight end that's had a million catches. Yeah, so all time catches: number one Rice, number two Larry Fitz, number three Tony Gonzalez, number, number four, four is, is another guy. tight end. All right, um, I should be able to get this. There can't be somebody that's. I was shocked when I n- not because of the guy. I was just like, wow. Crazy. He caught that many balls. Yeah, because I was I, I saw the Fitz became number two, and I was just wondering who he passed, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize Tony Gonzalez was number two all time in receptions. Then I looked at number four, another tight end, not active though, right? Me, Jason Witten. Yes, that's that. Would, that's the first guy that I thought he's been playing for sixteen seasons. 
Jason Witten, number he four was like all time. 2001 from the University of Tennessee, or 2002. So what, that's 17 years. Yeah. With, with what, one year off in the booth? <laughs> <laughs> Stick to catching tons of passes, Jason Witten. Yeah. All right. Wow. That's that's incredible. Number five, Marvin Harrison. Yeah. Loved Marvin Harrison. Syracuse University, Marvin yeah. Harrison. All right. Um, you know Nick- there's a Marvin Harrison Jr.? Already? Oh, yeah, he's a, he plays for, I want to say, St. Joe's Prep in Philly. Oh, it's crazy. I love that there's a Keyshawn Johnson I think he might be going NFL. to Ohio State. There's another Keyshawn Johnson. His dad was just a Keyshawn Johnson fan, and he had the last name Johnson, so he just named his kid Keyshawn. I see that no kid. Relation. Yeah, I see that yeah, kid. Different Keyshawn. spelling, because he didn't know how to spell Keyshawn. Um, <clears throat> so here we go. This is... Uh, Big fan. Big fan. Uh, really interesting question for you. I have two. Could you one imagine of being a big enough fan of a guy to name your son after him? And you don't, and spell, you don't it right. spell it right? No, I can't. I can't. Uh-oh. Club Bruges got a red down to ten men. How much time? Five and a half minutes. Oh. Plus, uh, all right. plus stoppage time. Yeah. Still 2-1. Um, all right, uh, that's a soccer talk for those not uh, paying any attention. Uh, this is a good one for you. Name the last year the men's or women's Jamaican bobsled team competed in the Winter Olympic Games. The last year? The last time the Jamaican bobsled team. You know why they're famous, right? You were The movie famous. Cool Running. Yes, right? absolutely. Movie Cool Running starring John Candy featured the unlikely uh, ascent of uh, there's a goal. Two tie two? game. Yep. Now, do they play this to a tie because it's yeah. the group stage? Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. So the Jamaican bobsled team, I don't remember them ever being in the Olympics. I just remember that that movie came out. So I want to say that movie came out in the early 90s. Now, the tricky thing... Oh, no, that's not... I, I'm down to two, so it's just is it this year or that year. I'm going to say 1992. 2018. Oh, they just competed. They have the two-man bobsled. Oh, they're probably dominant because they're sprinters. They're dominant. Yeah. The two, I, this I is even, what's crazy. I even think the two-man Olympic men's bobsled team had have made four of the last five Olympics since yeah, then. I and just, the women's just, team just made the Olympics in 2018. That was awful. Yeah, they're actually... Uh, they're now, that su- it's, it's, now that you're saying it, I'm like, yeah, I do remember. It's, it's funny because it started it's a cultural... It's got nothing to do with bobsledding. It's because they're fast. Sprinters. They're sprinters. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny. They train without needing anything from a bobsledding standpoint all year round. They're just very fast and powerful. And it has become a phenomenon to compete for this. I mean, can't in you just train Jamaica. on a bobsled on wheels? Sure, yeah, that's what they do. No, yeah. they do it on carts. Yeah, but but, carts. but the whole point is these uh, these athletes in Jamaica. It's now like art imitated life, right? So that story happened, then the movie was made, and then it became a national phenomenon, and now it's a source of huge pride for Jamaica that they have these athletes that compete at this level. So it's 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 an interesting yeah, story to the, me. I mean, bobsledding is all about the start. Sure. That's it. It's just the power and the it's push. The power and the push. Right. I mean, yeah. a little bit goes to the driver. It's almost like you could screw it up by driving more so than actually win, you know, an Olympic gold based on your driving. Sure. So, all right. I'm, uh, 
I have one more question for you about the Packers season tickets. You got to guess as to what the year, how long the waiting list is for Packers season tickets. I ask it as an over under, but it's not. Uh, it's not. All right. I mean, I, I, so I've I remember it being in Green Bay five years. I remember being in Green Bay and meeting a guy from Pittsburgh and saying he goes every year eight eight games, travels from Pittsburgh with his wife. And I remember saying like, "Well, why don't you give him up?" He's like, I, "I can't give him up because, you know, if I put it." Like if I went on the list right now, you know my grandkids wouldn't even get them. So, you know, I'm gonna say forty, forty-five years. It's a good guess. It's seventy years. Oh yeah. So his grandkids would not get them. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. It's the hardest. It's the longest waiting list in the NFL. Yeah. And there's over a hundred and forty thousand names. Yeah. And you have to renew every year. On How about the, wait the skins? List. How long is the skins? The skins is second. Yeah, they, uh, they've had they've had a wait list since the seventies. You know, my dad's still on it. Is he okay? Yeah, thirty something. I should years. probably get on that Packers list. Why not? Put your but you have to diligently. Uh oh, almost another goal, but it was blocked. Um, you have to diligently track it every year because they don't. You can't just like sign up and then it, you stay. You have to renew yourself every, every year. year. Yeah, and considering in. 30 years, I haven't put my name on it once. Will I diligently stay? You might do it one year, but then you might forget (laughs) three years later. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man, I got to get to geography history here. Let's do it. Uh, What did Pocahontas change her name to after converting to Christianity? Elizabeth. Oh, I got him. Jane? I got him. I don't know. Got him on his Pocahontas. I should know because I'm related to Rebecca. Rebecca. Darn, I took a very English name. Yep, well, most people don't know who Pocahontas even married. Rolf. Yeah, John Rolf. They always think John Smith. Saved the life of John Smith. She did, and she was 13, so she didn't marry him. But uh, nope, that's uh, that's a fact. I am related to uh, the child that Pocahontas and John Rolf had. They had one daughter, and uh, the the offspring of which eventually led you to and Elizabeth out. Warren. Oh yeah, well, but she's a different tribe. She, he just, she just. <laughs> I got just that like that Trump calls her Pocahontas. Well, it's funny because my daughter could get the nickname Pocahontas, and it could actually mean something. <laughs> there you go. But not you, Elizabeth. Yeah, she's one like twenty third Native American or something. I don't know. It was funny. Um, all right, geography history for you. I've got two decent ones. Um, okay, although it's credited to Switzerland, what was invented by ancient Romans in two hundred A.D. Say it again. Although it's credited to Switzerland, what was invented by ancient Romans in 200 A.D.? The printing press? The Swiss Army Knife. Uh, Yes, the Swiss Army Knife was invented by ancient Romans. They used to have a spoon, a knife, and all this stuff in a little thing that came. It is a Swiss Army Knife. Yeah, the company that makes it is Swiss Swiss Army, Army, right? Right. It's credited to Switzerland. It was okay. invented in 200. Is that guy Johannes Gutenberg? Is he even Swiss? I I was just thinking maybe that the Rooks. I thought maybe the the Ro- press, right, the, right. the Romans like invented it and then and it then was it, lost and then it was lost. Yeah, yeah like 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 run, think- like usable water and uh, flushable yeah. toilets. Yeah, that's what I was thinking maybe. And yeah. then it was just lost in the Middle Thanks, Ages. Thanks, barbarians. Came back in the 1500s. Appreciate that, barbarians. All right, true or false? The Latin phrase anno. Domini translates to after death. True or false? The Latin phrase anno domini translates to after death. False. False. 
what does it translate to? It, it sounds in the year of the Lord. Okay, yeah, I've, I've heard that. AD is like before Christ, and then AD is after death. No. You never heard? Like, no. Oh, I mean, it's not right, but I was, you know, I thought that that's what people say, like, AD oh, is after death. Yeah, I guess like, that's a religious thing, no. Yeah, no, it's no. Anno Domini, translates to in the year of our Lord. So when you say it's 2019 AD, it's right. 2019 in the year of the Lord. Right, 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 right. It's uh, Louis C.K.'s uh, line. If you want to know who won. Yeah, the Christians. What year is it? What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, Why? Since what? <laughs> It's 2019 since what? Right, so that's why 1 AD sure. was now when the, the, Jesus was born. The one. historian's trying to push the BC and BCE before Common Era and uh, Common Era and CE because, you know, don't want to offend anybody. Yeah, I felt like at some point I was taught that it was BC was before Christ and AD was after death, death or, so, or maybe after descent or something. I, I don't know. I didn't realize it was just a Latin probably, phrase that meant in the year of the Lord. I yeah, definitely didn't know that. It's just probably, uh, you know, a mnemonic device to make you remember it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let me give you this geography history question, Nick. What country was King Gillette, the founder of Gillette Razors, from? King Gillette. King Gillette, the founder. I happen to know King Gillette. His real first name was King. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do know that. You're correct. I do know that. That's why Gillette I think I'm sounds gonna, that, French. To that's me. why I think I'm going to screw people on this question. He sounds French, but I, I mean, there's a reason for that. He's French. He's French. No, he's American. He's American, but he's from uh, sounds American. Uh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Yeah, Eau Claire. Eau Claire, which was so French. French that settled it. Yeah. yeah. Now he's American, but his name is King. So I just assume people are going to be like, oh. Maybe he's a yeah, he King Gillette. Where is he from? King, King Gillette of France. He's from Wisconsin. He's from Wisconsin. He's just named King. It's like Prince. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, what's up with them? Oh, no, he's from Minnesota, Prince. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Yeah, they what need is the kids. Prince, yeah, yeah. King. I just need a queen. I need a princess. I'm going to put together a picture on it. I think King Gillette and Prince have just found themselves combined. Rodney King. Oh, you want to switch up to entertainment here? Don King. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I uh, had one more great geography history question. I got to get this one. All right, get there, it in there. Because this is good. All right, what term was created when Kublai Khan and a 140,000-man army was wiped out by a typhoon? All right, all right, I, I'll, I forgot a word. What Japanese term was created when Kublai Khan's 140,000-man army was wiped out invading Japan by a typhoon? Mm, man. Did you know this story? You know how Japan was never I invaded. Not, I did not know successfully. This story. So one of the cons, like Genghis Khan, yeah, why wouldn't Kublai they go Khan, for it? They, right, they, they did. They yeah. went for it twice. The first time, he brought seventy thousand troops over. They were wiped out by a storm at sea. Okay, <laughs> okay. seventy thousand never made it to land. The second time, he's like, "F it, I'm going double. I'm bringing hundred and forty thousand people, and we're taking that same guy." Island. Same, same guy? Different, uh, no, same guy. Yeah, same guy. Different army. Right, same guy, though. Right. Yeah, uh, it wasn't the first con and then the other. It was the same guy. Kublai who just Khan. Was so yeah. he wasn't with the 70,000. Clearly. <laughs> he, he was running the show but not uh, participating in said endeavors. So he brings 140,000 men over. They land. They get, they get there. Okay. They get 15 miles away from the center of the city, and then they get absolutely destroyed by a typhoon. 
almost nobody survives. I wonder if it was the same time of year. I wonder if it took him like a year later to rebuild the army. Shows up September 1st again, hurricane season. <laughs> and it's like, once again. Uh, uh, man, what, 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 what? Japanese term? Japanese term. So you don't know a lot of Japanese terms, but no, this is one you do. there's two that I am between, but I- I'll go with kamikaze. Got it. All right. So what does kamikaze translate to mean? Isn't kamikaze something like, um, is it got to do with suicide or death? That's what it was used for in terms right. of the kamikaze missions, but it but literally it translates to mean divine wind. Wind, divine wind, yep. So the divine wind was what saved the Japanese nation from being invaded by the Khans. So it was the kamikaze. It was the kamikaze. The divine wind. Right, so that's what they named their pilots who yeah, were trying if I, to... Yeah, if I had remembered it meant divine wind, I would have been quicker to answer. Well, we've asked I was screwed up because I was thinking I, about I f- what it meant. I feel like we've asked that question a million times, divine, divine wind. wind. So I feel like this is a great follow-up to it because it's the history of why that was called that. So, yes. All right, let's Very do good. some entertainment. Okay. Uh, what TV show stars Will Arnett as a former 90s star? Bojack Horseman. Bojack Horseman. One of my favorites. You forgot to mention that he's an anamorphic horse. He is a horse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know the name of the show he was on? No, I don't. Horsing I don't Around. Horsing Around? So it was basically like Full House. Horsing Around was like a Full House show, and he was a horse dad who had these like adopted kids that he was managing. But in the Bojack world, humans and animals all are one the and same. the same. There's dog people, there's cat people, there's fish people, and there's people people, and they just all hang out. Uh, yeah, it's not getting renewed, I don't think. I think we've had enough. It's it's, it's hit. It's yeah. It's how I, much can you do? I, mean, I, still I, did, going? I did three seasons and I was done. I, I think they're on season six, maybe. I, right. So, I, I saw it. And I was like, that's that show's still running. I I, I don't know. Is that F for Family still on? That Bill Burr series. I hope so. Did you watch yeah. That at all? Yeah, I, I, I saw the first season. It was okay. It? It ended a, very sad. Like, season one sad. ended very sadly. I don't like cartoons I never wanted that to, are that depressing. To pick back up. Yeah, yeah I feel that way. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It was, it was very depressing. Um, all right, this is a gem of a question for you. In fact, it's the only one I'll give you because the other two, I don't know. I, I got a Dr. Strangelove question. You all right, I got one that. more for you. So right, give so me this, this, this is the last one for mind. me. Last one for me. Uh, sung by a still-existing band with a new lead singer, what is the only song... On Spotify's top hundred stream list that was published before 2010. So of, of the top hundred songs ever played on Spotify, there's only one from earlier than 2010, and it's by a band who still exists but has a different lead singer. I think I know this. Don't stop believing. I knew I would get you. I led you right down it. I led you right down. Yeah, because did did Journey get rid of their lead singer? There's only two options the way I phrased that question, but I specifically don't so, say. Because of so death. it's Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. You got it by Queen. Bingo. Mm. Yep. Right. I mean, right. Those two. are only two options that you could get to with that clue. But I figure it's better than being a fifty-fifty. You know why I didn't go with Queen? And, and this is silly because neither one of them were. To me, that Queen song's rebirth was in the nineties, right? During Wayne's World, which I wouldn't think would still carry. Well, through to this not, generation, it's not, it's whereas not Don't, Don't Stop, Stop Believing came back when The Sopranos It was also ended. the 90s. Sopranos ended? Sopranos didn't end in the 90s. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. The last season of The Sopranos? Well, maybe it was early 2000s. I'm just saying it was still well before 2010. Yes. 
well before 2010. But you're saying the song came out before 2010, so that wasn't the issue. No. Yeah, I'm just saying that it's uh, – you're right. And, and I it was definitely going to be one of those two options, and I see where everybody might go that – 2007 was the end of The Sopranos. Okay, so there you go. So I'm just thinking, like, because of that being more – But it was still too, to prior to 2010. It, wouldn't have, it really wouldn't have mattered. It's still a very popularly streamed song, just not Top 100. There's only one Top 100 that's – you know, I don't know what the difference between those two is, but I again, all right, this is my point. Like back in 2007, when that song got big again, mm-hmm. the kids that were like kids were playing that at their school dances and stuff like that. So those kids would have Spotify. Sure. And would be on playlists. But if all right. So like, let's say like the, the kids on our soccer team. Sure. They know Don't Stop Believing because of that rebirth it had. And then Glee covered it. And it seemed like a song. Whereas like for us, Bohemian Rhapsody was big. I, the way I phrased the question, there can only be two answers, and th- you, g- you gave the two. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I was giving you why. Yep, why yep. I would have no, I, I, I fully agree. But I left it vague and not mentioned that the lead singer died specifically so people would choose Don't Stop Believing. All right, so Otherwise, I'll... Otherwise, I'm handing it to you. Finish with this one. I have a question for you, but then I can make this into a two for ten, all three for twenty. Okay. Uh, who's the only person inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame three times? Who is the only person inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame three times? Who can sound like a train? Denny Nagel. <laughs> yes. Um, well, so they got to be in as a singer with a band and as a songwriter, probably. Those are the three things that I would imagine, right? I mean, do you want a clue? Is that is that? It's not correct. Okay. That's a clue. Um, are they in with multiple bands? Yes. So Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. So solo, and then give me 10 points each for the two bands. Derek and the Dominoes? It's wrong. Cream. Cream is right. Okay. Uh, so the second band that Eric Clapton's in with? Uh, well, yeah, he was in Derek and the Dominoes, but right, Derek no, no, and the no, Dominoes are not in. was the second in. band, the Yardbirds. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, was was the first band he was in. But Derek and the Dominoes sang Layla, so... I mean, oh, I would have done the same. I would have said Derek and the Dominoes also. Yeah. Definitely. I, know, I heard like, uh, oh, uh, you got the other two members. I kind of forgot uh, he was in the Yardbirds, to be honest with you. When I saw it, I was like, oh, man, he was in the Yardbirds. Because I think of the Yardbirds as being like Jimmy Page and kind of like that early uh, Zeppelin. Uh, do you know the other members of the band Cream? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Jack Bruce? Yeah. That's the tougher one, in my opinion. And, oh, man. I thought I was done for the day. (laughs) I thought I'd answered all my questions. Damn it. Is it got a woman's name? Yeah, kind of. And a hair color. And a job profession. You should have been in that round I just did about the uh, jobs. Now I got that. What do you get with a soulless person who can cook cookies? Well. Oh, yeah. Ginger Baker. You get a Ginger Baker, folks. Thank That's you. it. Episode 129 of the Trivia Podcast. Have a good one. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. 
Thank Eric Clapton, please. Double.